1: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Have you ever wondered why mean girls actually wear pink? Do you have a Zoom date coming up and want to know how to dress double O sexy like the Bond girls on screen? Or are you wanting to nail that stylish superhero off-duty look? Well, have no fear. Cinema's Anna Wintour is here. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm your host, Andrea Aragba, and you're listening to The Real Fashion Podcast. For this week's episode, we're not only going back to high school, but we're also taking a look back at the iconic 90s fashion movie that started it all, that put the real in real fashion. If you're picturing a yellow plaid skirt, white knee-high socks, and can hear a teenage girl squeal, uh, as then I guess you're all clued up on today's film of discussion. Dun, dun, dun! Wow, you guys talk like grown ups. Oh, well, this is a really good school. Mr. Hall was way harsh. He gave me a C minus. <laughs> well, he gave me a C, which drags down my entire average.
1: Hello, so, there was a stop sign. I totally passed. You
0: tried driving in platforms should I write them a note? I'm holding you hostage as we are about to dive into what can only be called my teenage dream. I mean, who wouldn't want to be the honorary fourth member of the epic girl gang that is Cher Horowitz, Dion Davenport, and Ty Fraser? This movie just doesn't age from its fashion, its quotes, even to... Paul Rudd's face. It's timeless and may I add, timely. Especially for those of us who, despite being confined to Microsoft Teams meetings for the foreseeable future, we are all now understanding Cher's upset at her hair possibly being flat and potentially stumbling into some bad lighting. Like, where is a ring light like when you need one? So in honor of Clueless's 25th anniversary and the genius visionary that is the film's costume designer, Mona May, I had to make a quick call to my friend, fellow fashionista. Wolverhampton's answer to Stacey Dash and fizzy mag writer, T. You know, T, I can't lie, I've been very excited for this episode, especially Mm. to talk to you about Clueless. You picked the perfect person for this episode. But before we get to talking about all things Cher Horowitz, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. Why did you dress up as Dion Davenport for Halloween? Yet the world cannot see. page oh, wow. on the gram. Where are the photos? Oh.
1: <laughs> oh well, it was my best friend and I's idea. Yeah, and it just made sense for her to be Cher and me to be Dion because she's white. Does that not make sense to you? Makes
0: <laughs> to me. It does make sense to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's how that happened. We've been planning it for like a few years before it actually happened.
0: We need to get the pictures on the gram ASAP. I've still got
1: the outfit. I'm pretty sure my best friend has as well. So we might just have to do like a 2.0 because I feel like we could serve better than we did.
0: So if you're clueless about clueless, here's a breakdown of the film. The teen comedy follows Cher Horowitz, who is a rich high school student learning to cope with adolescence and all of its dramas. With the help of her dutiful best friend Dion, Cher channels all of her confusion and self-certainty into helping a new student gain popularity. So, T, I don't think I've ever actually asked you why you're a fan of the movie.
1: I think think part of it for me, and maybe for a lot of other people, is the setting. Because it's set in Beverly Hills, right? And I feel like that in itself even draws you to watch it. Because just of the connotations of Beverly Hills, LA, California, like it's one of those places that seems like very attractive, very compared on surface level, of course. And I feel like it's also just like a symbol of fame and wealth like it's kind of like why wouldn't you want to invest
0: when was the first time you watched it because i watched clueless what? i think for the first time properly maybe just before uni so four or five years ago
1: mm,
0: so quite late,
1: be, i guess i guess. Mean, to be honest i've yeah. definitely seen it about especially on tumblr and stuff like probably at least a year before i actually watched the film because it's yeah. one of those ones that like this was before it was on netflix so it wasn't even really accessible Yeah,
0: shout out to Netflix for the accessible content. Listen
1: they had it on and then they took it off and it was off for like a year now it's, it's back on, on now yeah. yeah it's on
0: now it's a cult classic 100% it's one of those ones where for any you don't, I don't think you even need to be into fashion to really watch it I just feel like yeah. it's, you know when people say oh like have you watched The Godfather have you watched Titanic no have you watched Clueless Babes mm-hmm, like, have mm-hmm. you watched that and I feel like
1: with those two and other cult classics they're usually the plot is quite intense yeah and it's yeah. one of those ones that you definitely have to watch whereas with this <laughs> I mean I'm not bashing the film but I've always felt like the plot wasn't really the strongest it's yeah. not even really that noticeable because it's so easy to watch
0: I guess with that being said in terms of the plot what a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. is that the movie is an adaptation of Jane Austen's 19th century novel Emma didn't know this you didn't know this like, no I love how I just acted really shocked at the fact you didn't know that when I didn't know that like so <laughs> it's, it's fine how did you find that out You know what? Because it's the 25th um, anniversary of the movie, I've been like watching Mm. a lot of like YouTube videos and stuff like that about it. And every time I go on like YouTube or I go on Instagram, I'm just fed with all Mm. this information about Clueless. I don't know. It must be the Mm. algorithm or something. Since we're both hello english literature graduates you know shout out to us for getting that degree you know wow <laughs> i wanted to know what your thoughts are on a 200 year old edwardian novel informing the fashion tastes and stylings of millennial and gen z culture is it that though you see this is the thing because the only reason i even asked you that question is because people on twitter people on the tl are arguing <laughs> if emma is the origin of Cher's banging wardrobe in the in the whole movie. Does Emma have a banging wardrobe? I guess it depends on your definition of banging, but... Yeah, exactly. These people were wearing, like, real animals, you know, like, back in the day, so... <laughs> I don't know. We don't support that. We don't support that at all. But all I know is that Emma in the novel is basically, like, Cher one and then Cher and this is Emma 2.0. Emma's supposed to be like really wealthy from like a really wealthy background and family and you know she has access to all these like really nice clothes and everything like that and she goes on this sort of like teen pre-adulthood discovery of herself and her wants and her needs a bit like Cher in the movie but in terms of like fashion this is the thing the fashion statements and moments are very different because there was an Emma movie that was released I think it was S.H.I.E.L.D. maybe the end of last year and when I saw like the trailer you know when you see a movie like, you know like an old older (laughs) and you're like yeah you're not watching that and then when i found out that the two were linked i was like i don't understand (laughs) I guess sort of like Emma plot wise mm-hmm. Clueless is also timeless and even more timeless is the fashion present in this one hour 40 minutes rich schoolgirl runway So, T, I would be mm-hmm. letting the people down if I did not mention the power skirt suits that Cher and Dion wore in the first school scene I know I love them but like what did you think? I love a matching moment I love a co
1: I think would you say that that kind of fit is a timeless fit because I, if I saw someone walking down the street in that exact fit On one hand I'd be thinking like it's amazing but on the other hand I would kind of think it was a costume and maybe I am just saying that because it is so influential like that image but I don't know if it's really that practical in modern day.
0: Yeah when I saw it it reminded me like obviously you know the typical schoolgirl uniform that we're sort of familiar with on TV and everything. But then it reminded me a lot of, I guess, the power dressing that you used to see on TV with like female politicians like Hillary Clinton and Margaret Thatcher and all of that. And I guess politics aside, you know, a good blazer and a skirt make a good look. What struck me with Sharon Dion is essentially they're wearing a three piece suit, if you think about it, because they've got the blazer. They've got like a mini cardigan underneath and then they've got a skirt. And I think it's kind of humorous. And I don't know if it was intentional, but you have these two teenagers dressed in the conventions of adult business style. And it's just like, okay, these two girls are bosses. Like they run things.
1: Oh,
0: okay.
1: One thing that's on my mind, coming back to the plot itself.
0: Yeah.
1: And now that you've mentioned the parallels with Emma. Yeah. The whole Josh and Cher's relationship
0: yeah, it is kind of like
1: it's kind of weird. It is weird, and there's instances even before there's any mention of any romantic connection between those two. Like I think this is in Josh's first scene. They're like, just in the house in the kitchen, and he like touches her on her side, and he's like, "Oh, you're feeling out there." Like, is that the kind of behavior you expect from your ex stepbrother No, that's <laughs> so weird. That's so uncomfortable. And there's a, there's another bit where. Cher asks Josh if she could if he can accompany her driving because her dad said she can't drive without a licensed driver or something. Yeah. And like the way she asks him, she kind of like drapes herself over him and she's so close to his face. And I'm thinking, what?
0: You can watch a good movie from like, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago. But there are mm. so many things in the, in, the, in the context, in the content of the film. And you're just like, whoa, like, uh, did you really say that? Did she really do that? Why are they dressed like that? Oh, my God. It's like,
1: everywhere, God. it's really rampant in, like, old TV shows. At the time, it was just normal. Like, that's how society was, that's how people behaved. So it wasn't really something to point out. But mm. in the modern day, when you watch it, it's like, there are some things and you're thinking, like, how did this air?
0: Yeah.
1: But at the time, it was just, like
0: normal people would say nowadays we're in a culture that's very PC very politically correct but I personally feel like our current societal foundations are Mm. not yet where they need to be in terms of what is appropriate Mm. what is not appropriate and everything like that and I think and I think what's really interesting with the conversations around I guess the less violent um, conversations around Black Lives Matter being about characterization and where mm-hmm. black characters and black female yeah. characters sit within yeah. films and TV yeah. and yeah. I guess with like Dion's characterization as well as Dion's wardrobe, I kind of feel like there's a bit of a juxtaposition because whenever I sort of watch the movie, I think I've watched the movie like 10, 15 times or whatever but yeah. anyways yeah. Um, I always feel like Dion is supposed to be Cher's best friend but she comes across as though she's a bit of a sidekick and then yeah. her fashion compared to Cher's is very much out there, it's in your face. You would, mm. in, in, you know, in all honesty, you're more like to see Dion enter a room than you are Cher sometimes with what they wear.
1: Dion, Dion is the perfect representation of the black best friend narrative. Yeah. And I stand by this when I say this. Dion serves more looks than Cher. In any scene when they're side by side, I'm sorry, but Cher's coming out last. And I also I feel like um Dion as a character kind of just enables Cher's character own character progression, if that makes sense. Yeah. And also her relationship, Dion's relationship with Maury, her boyfriend. Like there's that oh, there's that scene where she accuses him of cheating and then she pulls out that braid from her bag. Oh my god. Like, yeah. It's just very <laughs> it's just it just feels a bit quite clownish.
0: Did you have any looks that you didn't like from the movie?
1: Ooh, any looks I didn't like. I didn't really like... Cher's got this... You know what? She's got this like kind of like a red maroonish dress. I can't remember the hem, but the colours are like enormous and really, really spiky. And it just distracts me. Do you know which one? And I think she's got a white cuffs as well on the sleeves. I don't like that. Like, it's serving magician to me.
0: She's giving me magic hat. <laughs> she's giving me wand. No, I wasn't feeling that at all. You see, my my look that I didn't like is quite basic in comparison to what you just described. You know, in like, I don't know when this was in the movie. This is So this mm-hmm. is just before, yeah, this is just before Britney Murphy's um, character, Ty, appears. And mm-hmm. the girls are all on the tennis court and they're all wearing, I guess, Their own like stylings or versions of what could be considered a PE kit. (laughs) And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, And you know, the the color palette is basically very like white, black, and gray. And then, but I don't like what Cher's wearing. I mean, there's one character, oh, agree. This one character is wearing like these stripy vertical black and white leggings. That is, um, Amber. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's more of a look in comparison to what Shares will What am I supposed to do with a white t-shirt, black vest and black side? I really,
1: I really don't like the, like, hammy top over a t-shirt. I don't like it, especially if they're both playing. Like, it's just so boring. Like, please give me something else.
0: You see, I was going to ask if you would even dare wear that for a sports day, but I'm guessing it's a no. <laughs> I mean, for a sport, it, it depends, it depends
1: how many people are going to be there.
0: If it's a whole, like, I don't know, if it's like a whole year group, I don't know, maybe like 200. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I would rather wear like one extra large white T-shirt with extra large like <laughs> blue shorts. But well, one look that I
1: did actually really like. Hear me out. Were Ty's pre-makeover look. Yeah, is, <laughs> she comes on in this scene actually. She's wearing like a everything's oversized. She's wearing like a um, it's like a white and red plaid. 3 quarter sleeve length yeah. shirt like a black graphic tee like brown trousers it's a look this says something like
0: oh she could be a farmer in those clothes I'm really happy that you mentioned that because when I look at the evolution of Ty's wardrobe in the, in the whole like film every single time I see Ty standing next to Dion and Cher she looks restricted she looks so uncomfortable yeah. She looks so mm. tight. Everything's so cinched in. Everything's so buttoned yeah. up. No, Ty just wants
1: to breathe, you know? Yeah, like, she does look cute at times, but then it's also like, you know what? I, I, I was going to say, like, how can you let people just completely switch you up like that? But I guess in her situation, where like, she just came to a new school, like, she's got these new friends, like, why wouldn't you want to involve yourself? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to accept that makeover, you know? And also, I guess it depends, because her, Ty's new style was so different to her original style mm. like i don't know like i mean i well she looked like she was enjoying it but i just feel like if it's not what you're used to it can be it would be easy to um reject
0: I wanted to speak to you about something that I read about recently and it's a statement from the one of the coolest stylists her name is Mona May absolute legend and she's she made a statement on another podcast the Dressed in Fashion podcast and she says the late Karl Lagerfeld was majorly inspired by the mini gold chain bag that Cher was carrying on the court she had this like really tiny mini bag and it had like this yeah. gold chain links and everything and I was like oh okay. and then I, I know like, what you're talking about Yeah. I- Is it a phone bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, she said that he was inspired by the bag. So, you know, um, when you've seen, like, the models on the runway for Chanel and stuff at Fashion Week and everything, Mm -hmm. and they're all dressed in those, like, two-piece suits and everything, a bit like clueless. And then when you look at their waist, they've got, you know, gold belts, gold chain link belts on them. Yeah. That's where it came from, apparently. Yeah. That, Ooh. I think, is pretty cool. Which is quite funny because, yeah. you know, if you go on Pretty Little Thing, you can see a version of that. If you go on Misguided, you can see that. If you go on Boohoo, you can see that. That needs to be a more well-known fact. As far as I'm concerned, Mona May is an icon. It's definitely, like,
1: a true talent to have created those fit 25 years ago. And for someone today to watch it and be like, yeah, I want to wear that whole thing, like, 25 years later, like, that is a skill.
0: Finally, I wanted to know if Clueless the movie influenced your overall personal style. I mean, it would be difficult for me to say no
1: to this question because there's so many things in the film that I have or I want. It's it's one of the two. Like, I wear the amount of scrunchies that I have. I must have, like, 20 different scrunchies. <laughs>
0: You know, you can get different variations
1: of scrunchies. You can get
0: little scrunchies. Wait, are you like a TikTok girl that have the scrunchies on oh, like Oh, like, um, like visco girls, no. Yes, visco girls with the seashells and all of that. Ew seashells yeah yeah. Oh, really? yeah the necklaces and all of that that they have seashell necklaces yeah if you're not seeing that could never be me are you sure I'm positive <laughs> so besides brunchies anything else influences your personal style from
1: fullness you know what coming back to when I said it's either things that I already have or things that I want there's this one outfit that Amber wears <laughs> like I, I just want the whole thing it's like she's got like a I don't know if it's a play suit or a skirt but it's like it's got um, a square neckline and then she's, it's like this um like furry thrilled pleated pink skirt and she's wearing a little tiara as well I don't know if you know the, it's when they're at the gig with Elton yeah like oh I need I need it I it. it
0: why don't you make it be resourceful oh I don't have a sewing machine I don't know hand stitch or something get it <laughs> learn a new skill <laughs>
1: I'll, you know what I'll, I'll just pay someone to make it for me
0: no I don't I'm trying to think like what element or fashion item from Krugos has influenced my personal style my aesthetic mm. I'm not too sure I I can't agree on, on scrunchies because I don't own any. I've just got hairbands. bands for ah. <laughs> me. I'm, I'm trying to think, what? um Oh, okay. I can say that I'm very into like mini cardigans at the moment. I think that's just because it's all over Thank Instagram, you. you know, preferably with something underneath. So like a t-shirt inside, not, you know, Thank people you. using the cardigan yeah. as a t-shirt. Okay,
1: I have a question. Go
0: on. Would you wear a sweater vest? I would, you know, got, as in I've got two in my wardrobe. I know I bought one for Christmas. I got it from Asda, actually. It was a really nice one. Ooh. When it's Christmas time, I'll wear it and show it to you. And then what else? I have got another one for my mum. Vintage, basically. So, yeah. I definitely want to get one.
1: I, well, There's this one scene where it's Dion. She's wearing, like, she's wearing, like, a orange patent mini skirt and then, like yeah. a like, a dusky blue T-shirt and then, like, a... Deeper blue glittery sweater vest over the top. Oh, the silhouette is just immaculate.
0: Thank you so much, T, for joining me. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: So, the next time you put on an outfit and you think you look good, ask yourself, are you a fashion victim or are you just ensemble challenged I will be back next week. Follow us on Instagram at Real Fashion Pod, tweet us at Real Fashion Pod on Twitter using the hashtag RealFashion, and lastly,